Sean and I have just broken my one golden rule of radio. Inadvertently, but we did. And that's don't waste the great conversation during the commercials when the audience can't hear you. There was some good conversation. We did. We just did that during the commercial break. (laughs) And we're going to try and redo it all over again here in the next couple of segments of the Sports House. I'm excited about it. Nathan Ani joins us from the Richmond Kickers. We're certainly going to talk some kickers. they got a big match coming up against Forward Madison FC this Saturday night at City Stadium. We'll tell you a little bit more about that as we move along. Thank you so much for coming in the studio. I think we're as excited about having you in the studio as you are about being here. So welcome. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. It's been really awesome to see everything behind the scenes and watch you guys do your thing and here to talk some sports, talk some kickers. It's going to yeah. be great. He's going after our jobs. He is. <laughs> Everybody. AJ is the producer. AJ behind the glass. Me. He's going after or, his or, job, too. Yep, or, or whatever. All right, let, let's start with on the on the kickers front. Uh, big picture here. I know the last few games haven't gotten the results you necessarily wanted, but where do you think you guys are right now? And you got a nice stretch coming up here with home games in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, we're in the grind of it right now. Every week's a grind. We show up to practice, ready to work. Uh group of guys that are bought into getting it done and we're right now we're just outside the playoffs but american soccer it just takes getting into the playoffs to then go on and win a couple games so we're right on that bump we got two big home games Mm -hmm. against two very good teams uh we have the best home fans in the league and so we're looking to ride off that and get some big points uh this saturday and wednesday coming up how much do you feel that the 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 home the home field advantage yeah i feel it like when you're playing it feels right it feels normal you're playing your sport environment but mm-hmm. when I go on the road and I experience the opposite, when there's not those fans, that's when I re- it really amplifies, like, okay, there's a huge difference in playing um, at City Stadium. And I think about that as, like, opposing teams coming to City Stadium. Like, what a great trip. That's, it's, that's professional sports. That makes you feel like a pro having fans out there. So it's, it's, it's incredible. It's amazing. And it's amplified every year that I've been here, and this year it's been fantastic. So one more. I don't mean to the hog. I, you, you, you're next, Sean. Trust me. I apologize. He'll ask the really good questions here in a moment. But I'm, I'm kind of, So how do you kind of make sure and protect yourselves and your guys that you don't have that letdown on the road because it's not the same as it is at home? You know, I don't know if I'm explaining that right. that right, but it's, it's a whole different feel, as you kind of said, to make sure that you guys are as energized and as focused – as you need to be to be successful on the road, because obviously you get that advantage at home. Right, and you address that like at the start. You can you're warming up. You can feel it. You come mm. together. You say, "Hey, we got to create our own energy today. We have to start off communicating early, loud. Like set your first tackle, get your first tackle in, connect your first pass." Um, and those smaller stadiums are actually sometimes harder. No fans to play in because. You can have one fan there that is just yelling, yelling, yelling. And compared to a group of fans, it's mm-hmm. you don't notice it as much sometimes as that one person. So you just have to stay mentally engaged and really not focus on those things and try to create your own energy going into those games. Now, I've spoken to Nathan. I'm sorry, Nathan. Darren, the last couple of weeks, and he had mentioned something about we're still trying to get in form mm-hmm. during the course of the season. So we're getting late in the year. Is there... Is there concern amongst the guys that they're not, quote, informed, that the team is not informed as of yet? I wouldn't say there's concern about being informed. We've had some results that have been tough. Mm-hmm. Like those are, We've had results that are hard to take, mm-hmm. and then you have to go in and evaluate and, and learn and grow from those. Um, every single game that we've played, we've had moments 
where we are playing the style of soccer that we want to play. But along with that, we've also had letdowns in those games. So it's all our, our whole thing right now is about eliminating those letdowns because the the form is there at, at for 60 minutes of the game. We play very good soccer for periods of the game. It's when we lose those periods of the game, can we can we get back to not giving up goals, staying in games, getting the points we need. I mean, win, wins go a long way in team mm-hmm. morale and all those mm-hmm. things. So if if events and games go a little differently, you talk differently about it. But we, we know we have good players. We know what we can do. We just have to get the results now. I was going to say, what, what do you think has to be done now with just, what is it, eight or nine matches left in the year? You're currently seventh outside looking in. And it's like one win in the last five matches, something like that. What needs to be, I guess, what part of the game needs to have that switch be turned on and say, okay, now we're, we're getting back to what we were doing at the beginning of the season? Right. Uh, it's it's doing what we have to do to secure the points. So if we go up in a game, a uh, couple games I can think of recently where we've scored, they've come back really quickly and mm-hmm. given up a goal. We have to lock that down. Stop giving up those goals. Um, late in a game, if we're up 2-1, we can't let them tie it up. Those two points are huge at this point yep. in the season. Mm-hmm. So so now it's just, you know, when we get that goal, what that's going to look like depends on what we decide, how we want to go after it and, and shut it down and, and, and finish off these games and get three points. But the points are, are more amplified now at the end of the season. We're looking for a playoff spot, and and everybody else's as well. Yeah, the Lexington game Saturday when you were up, and I think there was one recently. You were you were up in stoppage time, and then gave up the goal. Well, yeah, we time. gave up a we gave up a late goal at home against Charlotte, up two one, and then this past weekend against the run of play. You know, yeah. not not a goal a goal where you're feeling comfortable. Goal, we yep. should, mm-hmm. and then uh, and then in Lexington we gave up an own goal. That's unlucky. I mean, there's mm-hmm. not much you can look at and say we can do this differently it's that's not going to happen again i mean it's unlucky but it's 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 the time of the season where unlucky is not going to cut it right we got to get the crucial points he's nathan ani of the richmond kickers in studio with us on the sports huddle this afternoon sean mentioned uh darren darren sawatsky head coach of the uh, kickers we love having him on as a guest (laughs) how would you describe him as a player as your coach yeah I've, i've known darren for six years now probably I played for him uh-huh. when I was uh, in college with the Sounders 23s um, so he's very emotional very uh, energetic and I would say the one word I would use to describe Darren is a competitor like you're gonna you're gonna have a hard time finding someone that wants to win or go out there and compete uh, more than him so I feed off that the guys feed off that and I would say, yeah, competitor. That's certainly what we hear when he talks with us, right, Sean? No on, on the air. That that Thursday when he guaranteed a win. Yeah, yeah he did. At home that one week came here. through. Yeah. I was like, a guarantee. <laughs> yeah, he did. I love that. He did, absolutely. Um, tough tough to do this, but try anyway here. Self-critique your season individually. We've talked about the team. Uh, how do you think you've hopefully progressed during the course yeah, of the year? Yeah, self-critique my season. Uh, so this is my third year. Yep. Each year I would say my role has expanded within the team. Um this year, I've taken on. I've I've been a starter and started every single game. Um, my critique for myself this season would be in those moments of games where we feel it start to slip away. As a leader of the team, how can I grab the team, get them back together, mm-hmm. and we we then cause we shut it down. We don't let that goal happen. So that that would be my critique and what I'm working on. Um, but this season has been a lot of news and a lot of firsts for me. So hmm. it's been a good year, and, mm-hmm. and we're hoping to build off of it. All right, we got to talk about Saturday's match. 
four with Madison, right? Yep. Um, for those who don't know, and I think uh, I touched on it briefly on, on my sportscast on CBS Six uh, weekends. No, no, way no, to no. slide all that in. <laughs> so, so. Now you're learning yeah. something there. <laughs> always slide plug. in. Always be <laughs> shameless plug Sorry. promos. <laughs> always slide them in wherever you can. If, if you if you don't promote your own brand, nobody right. who's going to do it? Right. right. The the um, the trophy, the side trophy oh, that yeah. goes to the winner. Yeah. The Henny the trophy. Henny Please, please uh, tell the audience about this. We know about what the Henny Trophy is about, but for those who don't in our who are listening, please tell everybody about the Henny Trophy for the winner of Forward Madison and Richmond. Yeah, so the Henny Derby is something that the fan groups of both Madison and the Kickers uh, came up with. Both clubs, great fan groups, um, and the Henny Derby goes to whoever wins the series between each other, and it is a trophy made out of an empty bottle of Hennessy. Yes. Yeah. So, so it's, AJ it's, was all over this. Yeah, yes. it's, it's, we, we, we did a segment on this. Yes. Go yeah, ahead. You want to win the Henny Derby so you can hold the bottle of Henny. I mean, it's it's fun. And <laughs> hopefully you're in the point of the season where you get to go get some Hennessy after and celebrate. But yeah, everybody, you know, it's a trophy. We want to hold that trophy. We don't want another club to have something on us. So And it, it means a lot to the fans as well. So that, that means it means a lot to us. So yeah. that means you've got to win out. Yeah. In order to get this trophy. Yes. Wow. They got to win Saturday, and then the last match at at Madison is in. At the end of the year? At the, close in, to the end of the year, yeah, right? In the yeah. Fall, yeah. So if it ends in a tie, so if you win and they win, and then there's a tie at the end, who gets the trophy? That's a great question. <laughs> oh, you don't? <laughs> <laughs> we might have a drink off oh, or something. Could, nah, I don't know. I don't know. All right. PKs yeah. goes to the winner. Yes. All right. So they're home Saturday night. Um, at City Stadium against Forward Madison FC, the Henny kind of on the line, yes. right? Yes. All right, so you have another great crowd out there, and Saturday night that's going to be perfect to, to be out there. All right, other sports. What what captures your fancy? What what other kind of sports fan are you? Yeah, I uh, I played basketball growing up. I love basketball, so I'm a college sports fan. I like college basketball, college okay. football. Okay. Um, recently, I've been getting into golf. So I, mm. I've been watching golf. I also feel like it's the time of year to watch golf because there's not as much else on. Right. Um, I'm getting back into baseball partially because I just had a uh, one of my high school basketball teammates played for the Squirrels last year, which oh, is cool. a crazy story. Who is that? Ryan Walker, and he's he's pitching for the uh, San Francisco Giants now. Now he's in the nice. base, huh? He's, nice. Yep. He uh, he's got kind of a funky release. He faces third base when he throws, but. Anyways, I ran into him at a coffee shop. He recognizes me, and he goes, Nathan? I'm like, Ryan? And he's like, I play, for, I play for the kickers. He's like, I play for the squirrels. I'm from Arlington, Washington, hour north of Seattle, small town, other side of the country. Yeah. And, but we're going to get to that in a yeah, minute. Yeah, yeah. So, and, yeah. and, and, and he goes, uh, he goes wh- where do you live? We live in the same apartment complex. Oh we're, my! We're, we're, we're four houses down. Anyway, so I've been <laughs> I've been watching baseball now because he's made it up to the bigs this Absolutely. year. Absolutely, it's been it's been really fun for me to watch the pitcher batter like battle. As yeah. I get older, I'm, it fascinates me. What a cool I story! Like wow. I like yeah, yeah. It's a, That's really it's a cool. Crazy score, now, so if he yeah. was a sportscaster, that would be perfect. It would be. <laughs> Two guys grew up about an hour from each other. Come east. Different sports, and they lived in the same the complex same and com- didn't know didn't even until because their schedule. The squirrels, yeah. minor yeah. league baseball is a different beast. Like their schedules, is. you it don't is. see them. No, yeah, that's crazy. That All right, I'll tell you what. Let's take a break. We come back. I want to get back into this college sports yeah. thing because this is going to be right in our wheelhouse of what we've been talking about all afternoon long with the the Pac-12 and the Big Ten and the mm-hmm. all all of that and your affinity for Washington. He, Nathan played at Seattle University. 
but he's a Washington guy, so we'll get his perspective in a minute. We'll continue after a break. Bottom of the hour, uh, just past 5.30, Sports Auto 1061 ESPN. Spiders are fresh off their first playoff berth since 2016 and hungry for more. Follow every first down, pick six, and blocked punt here on the exclusive home for the Richmond Spiders. 1061 ESPN Richmond. Bob and Sean back with you, Sports Huddle. Taking you up to 6 o'clock. It's about 5.35 right now. Nathan Ani from the Richmond Kickers is uh, talking not only some kickers. We really dissected that in the last segment, getting them ready for a big match on Saturday night. But some other sports with Nathan, because as he mentioned before the break, big sports fan, uh, college game, a little bit of baseball. We, we found out a little bit more about uh, his connection with one of the pitchers who was with the Squirrels and now up with the San Francisco Giants. But I want to dive into this, this college thing, because you played – Seattle University yeah. soccer, but you actually grew up a University of Washington fan. Is that yes, right? Yep. Husky right. fan growing up. My my dad played soccer at the University of Washington, so our our household grew up big University of Washington fans. Um, and he is up in arms about what's going on with the Pac-12. <laughs> I get texts from him about it. It's 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 horrible. The USC UCLA leaving, and mm-hmm. now it looks like a lot more teams could so, be Washington yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. How's he going to feel about that? If they wind up, uh, what Big Ten? Yeah, right. The, the Big Washington, 10? the Washington Rutgers matchup. I mean, that's going to be circled. Uh, Washington Iowa, you know, wrestling right, match. That's perhaps that's going to be a good one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. So that's going to be uh, yeah. Yeah. How do you feel about all that? It's, that's nuts, huh? I don't like it because it's like my childhood of watching. Yeah. You know, it just seems it doesn't like we talk about going to the Big Ten. It just doesn't seem right. But mm-hmm. you know, that's it's the way things are going. My, what my dad says is he's upset because he feels the Pac-12 is the best uh, academic and athletic conference combined. So you're kind of blowing that up, which is which is too bad. And the Pac-12 is very good in a lot of those other sports mm-hmm. that, that you don't know about. So or not not know about, but maybe don't get as much attraction as the basketball and football. So. All right, so you couldn't root for them in soccer. I get that, but do you still root for Washington and all their other sports? Yeah, wash, uh, mostly football. I mean, their yeah. basketball team has underperformed for yeah. a while which is too bad but uh their football team it's, it's been a journey as a husky husky fan they've i've gone to games with seasons where they didn't win a game and Oof. then uh, coach peterson comes in and coach sark comes in coach peterson comes in they start getting that thing rolling again and they, i think they're gonna have a really good team this year according to my dad michael Penix is out there <laughs> slinging that thing so oh that's right so yeah. Yeah. They, yeah they've got some it's it's too bad because the Pac-12 actually has some great quarterbacks this yeah. year with the USC kid, mm-hmm. uh, Dion's kid, yeah, Michael yeah. Penix. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah right. So. Now, is is Washington more of a college football town or area or a, a college basketball area? I mean, taking away obviously the Seahawks, but is it you know when you go out there for college sports? Which one kind of rules? Yeah, I would, I would say football rules. Mm-hmm. I mean, they got the Montlake where they play is incredible. Lake Washington's in the background, so people bring the boats up. It's it's a really wow. great setting. When they were going through uh, the World Cup, tying it back to soccer, uh, both CenturyLink where the Seahawks played and Montlake were both uh, venues that were looking to host mm-hmm. games. So mm-hmm. it's it's I would say it's a football town. They a lot of basketball talent comes out of Seattle. Mm-hmm. But the the Huskies haven't been great for a while. Some of that basketball talent is sitting right here in this room with us, right? Because that was he stole my thunder. That was another part. Oh God, that was another part of our commercial conversation. (laughs) Fill everybody in here, Sean. Yes, not only is Nathan a great soccer 
athlete or do, do we say player or do we, do we say yeah, soccer player, athlete? Player, okay, soccer. let's no. say athlete. I no. mean, different He's terms. Athlete, you know, man. just want to be sure. <laughs> um, but Nathan has some skills on the basketball court. Played all the way up until college, right? Yeah. And tell us a story. <laughs> I guess you could tell us a story that you wanted to play both sports as Seattle, but was unable to play. Right. I wanted to have the opportunity to try to play both sports. <laughs> if I if I wasn't good enough, and they said no. That would have been one thing. But I, I had asked my college soccer coach at the time if I was able to try to walk on to the uh, the basketball team. And he said no, because mm. we're giving you the scholarship. So, so it got it got cut short. But I can tell you in, in college, I was playing a lot of pickup basketball while still playing soccer. I don't get to do that anymore as a professional. But mm-hmm. I look forward to the day that I hang the, the cleats up and I get back to playing <laughs> play basketball. basketball. Well, we hope that's a long way down the and road. And tell us but. what you told us about when you uh, – you you still like to play college basketball or play basketball, but when you <laughs> when you go past a, a game of soccer, when they're just playing a pickup game of soccer, yeah, well, it doesn't happen that much. Yeah. I don't see too much pickup soccer, so that that analogy might not have been, been spot on. But what I was saying is, I love basketball, and if I walk past the gym, like at the YMCA or back in high school or whatever, and I see people playing pickup basketball. I'm asking people if they got my size shoe. Can I, can I play? Can I jump in and play? So wow. I miss that, and I look forward to doing that again someday. Uh-huh. And it's and funny because in a, in a soccer locker room, in any locker room, everybody mm-hmm. likes to talk about, yeah, well, I'll beat you in this sport, this sport. I'm feeling pretty good about taking on my teammates. Yeah, in the game of basketball. Yeah. A little one-on-one basketball. Yeah. Hang, hang a hang a goal out a there net out there at yeah. City Stadium or something. And he's been to some some games at the Robinson. Yeah, Center. you were saying you've come to some college yeah. games, huh? Yep, we. Uh, my girlfriend and I live pretty close, um, so we like to go. And we went to a couple games, and what a great like college venue to watch basketball. Um, not necessarily my favorite style of basketball, similar to the style I played in high school, but slow it down. Um, but yeah, what a great we'll a get great you venue. out there a few more times. Yeah. So are you here year round, or do you go back back home to? Yeah, I'm, I'm here. I'm usually here for about ten months. Yeah, uh, we go. I go spend a month in Miami um, with my girlfriend, and then we go back to Washington. So. Three pretty great places. Yeah, yeah, yes, it is. Richmond, Miami, and then Seattle-ish. Yeah. Uh, wow. For the holidays, which yeah. is always great. Yeah, it's nice. nice. What's the training regiment like for you? I think we get it during the season, but and there's not much of an off season. It's right. a pretty long season, but but how are you kind of attacking that at this point in your career? Yeah, I've, I've um, each off season I've changed it, and some off seasons I haven't done as well, and that's what I'm working on each year. Huh. And I've, I feel like my play this year has been better because of the work I did in the offseason. Just of, you have to get away from whatever sport you're playing. You have to get away from it a little bit, but you, 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 don't have, you can't afford to lose shape or get out of shape. So for me, uh, a big thing was a Peloton. I got on the Peloton uh-huh. a lot, and that just oh, kept, no. that kept, my, <laughs> that kept my cardio good because when you're in Washington, it's oh, yeah. cold and yeah. raining. I yeah, don't want to go, go outside. So, no. so I would do a Peloton and then uh, huh. just, just uh, getting with – players that are at my mm-hmm. level or my little brother's in college plays college soccer so going and training with him and his teammates just playing as much as i can mm-hmm. interesting I really the peloton yeah the peloton it's crazy it's, <laughs> it it's really helped a ton. <laughs> hey you you alluded to to kind of the leadership side of this thing and that's a little bit new for you how have you kind of embraced that is that something that you enjoy and i mean you're in your third year here in richmond you know coach Sawatsky and what he expects from even years beyond here it would seem to be a fit that you could be a leader on this team. How have you kind of attacked that? Yeah, I've been a leader my my entire mm-hmm. life. Um, so it's it's natural for me to step into a leadership role. And I would say 
the difference is now I, I've, I'm playing a lot more. And so that leadership role is uh, highlighted because I'm on the field more. But it also, you know, like if you're going to be a leader, if you're going to tell guys what to do, you also have to go perform. So um, I've, I've just kind of stepped into that and I've stepped into playing more and taken both those things on. I've, I've been proud of myself, but I, there's also things I had to grow in that sense. But mm-hmm. naturally, that's just something I'm, I, I take on and I do. So how do you handle the the mental and physical grind of the season because you, when you do your preseason it's basically in the winter right right so you go from the you basically play almost all four all four seasons right winter and the season really starts in the spring go through the grind of the summer it ends in the, in the fall, in the fall mm-hmm. yeah. how do you handle that mentally and physically yeah it, it's a it's a hard thing and like right now we're in the the middle of it so mm-hmm. like physically I've played more games than I have before in a season so you feel that but uh, and mentally, you do, you know, when the results aren't going your mm-hmm. way, that's a hard thing to, to to take. And it affects you all the way through the week. I mean, every your day to days, you're thinking about different things or you, what, what could we have done? What what are we doing wrong? What are we doing right? You know, so it, it's it's a grind, but that's that's what you do. I mean, and, and, and you learn from it as well. So it's you're always learning from how do I how do I keep myself mentally engaged? Like, what are my goals? What are what is. What am I trying to accomplish? And then physically, you just that's just showing up and doing it. And, you know, even if you're hurting, you got to you got to push through it. Plow through it. Yeah. Because yeah, y'all were dealing with the heat a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, it was hot. Yeah. It was hot. But I mean, we run so much at training and and in the games that you have to manage it. You can't go have a three hour practice in soccer. It just sure. doesn't work that way. Right. So you, you manage all those things mm-hmm. and, and hopefully you take care of it after you hydrate, you do all the things you got to do. That's your cardio. Yeah. <laughs> you don't really do much cardio. Do you do much cardio in the off season? In the off season? Yeah. Like I like to Peloton. I run. I mean, cardio for me is something I, I don't hate. So okay. I enjoy that. That's good. Um, Want to be a broadcaster? Sure sounds like it. Yeah. I, I love talking sports. Like, I this can is tell. What, this is what I do with my We're, friends. Yeah. This is what I do after That's all after this is, Nathan. So, so this That's is, how we look at this. This is why I got to come in and, and, and see the insides of it a little bit. Come back, told, though, would I you? I told Ray that I, I love talking sports. Yeah. There's nothing better. I listen to sports radio all the time, so. Oh, we're going to bring you back. Yeah. Get guest host back. appearances. <laughs> all, and out of basketball games, yeah. we'll get you out there, too. This was really... Put them on for halftime. What are your, oh, well, absolutely the could, absolutely. for sure. Give us the analysis of the first yeah. half and all that. That'll be fun. Like I said, this has been as much fun for us as I, I hope it has been. Oh, it's been a um, blast. For you. Beckwith better watch out. He will. <laughs> all right. Good luck Saturday night. Get back on the winning track, Nathan. Yes, and uh, yes, hopefully sir. some good karma came out of our yeah. conversation. Yeah, if you're today. listening, come out Saturday and check us out at City Stadium. You got it. Henny Trophy on the <laughs> line Saturday. All right, we, we win. We got one more segment. We'll do it real quick. When we come back, we'll wrap it up on the Sports Channel 1061 ESPN.